you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The only lady sings that makes it official. Welcome to the big show. We certainly appreciate you guys having us. As always, we're bringing the smartest people, the CEOs, the billionaires, the White House presidential advisors. I believe we have another billionaire coming up on deck that we're sketching right now. So stay tuned to see that for a new book that's being released. It's a tech CEO that we'll be having on and a whole lot of other amazing guests. As always, we just have the smartest guests, the smartest people, the great authors, the I mentioned the Pulitzer Prize winners, the astronauts, the, all the people who bring all the smartest stuff, and none of them are me. That's why we have guests on the show, folks. Today, we have an amazing lady on the show. Her newest book just came out November 7th, 2023, Move to Millions, The Proven Framework to Become a Multi, or I'm sorry, to Become a Million Dollar CEO with Grace, Ease, Instead of Hustle and grind. Dr. Danielle Jervie Harmon is going to be on the show with us today. We'll be talking about her amazing book and what went into it. She has an honorary PhD and award-winning Inc. 5000 CEO, and she's used her seven-figure coaching enterprise to help hundreds of her clients leverage the move to millions method and move closer to and beyond the million-dollar mark. In Move to Million, she shares her paradigm, shifting truths to give business owners the confidence and step-by-step techniques to advance beyond the messy middle and defy the statistics plaguing most small businesses. Part memoir and part methodology, Move to Millions helps entrepreneurs simplify their processes to multiply profits by breaking down complex topics and illustrating their worth through raw personal anecdotes. Welcome to the show, Dr. Harmon. How are you? I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming. We're excited to have you as well. And congratulations on the new book. Give Thank us your you. dot coms. Where do you want people to find you on the interwebs? Yeah, they can go to move to millions.com. There you go. And so any other places on the internet? Uh, it's well, you can get to everything from there, but you could go to drdarnielle.com or incredibleoneenterprises.com. But if you go to move to millions.com, you'll be able to get to any other websites we have. There you go. It's the source of where everything flows from. So give us a 30,000 overview of what's in your book, Move to Millions. I wrote this book to answer the question that entrepreneurs and small business owners who have the dream of making millions, but Mm -hmm. haven't been able to realize it, what it is actually going to take. Most of us were born and bred to believe that you have to work really, really hard and hustle and grind and do all of these things in order to make good money inside of your business. Well, I actually know that it's that's actually not the truth because I've been there, done that and gotten the t-shirt. So I wanted to use my own story as the backdrop for sharing this powerful methodology that we've used with our clients. We've had over 300 clients go through the methodology. Mm. And in the last two years, we started really focusing on getting people to the million dollar mark. And we've helped 45 CEOs cross the million dollar mark and build businesses that they can sustain at and beyond the million dollar mark. And we were able to do it without them having to sacrifice 
their family, their freedom, their faith, or their fun in the process. Oh. Once I've, once you've done it that many times for that many people, it's time to tell everybody else about it, right? And so we decided to write the book, to put it in a format that would make it easy for people to understand, digest, and implement so that they too could see themselves building businesses that generate millions of dollars a year. There you go. So you can make the world a better place and everything else and share the share the love and knowledge, if you will. So tell us a little bit about your upbringing and your words. What, what shaped you? How did you grow up? What motivated you want to become who you become? Yeah, so I grew up or I was born to drug addicted turned crack addicted parents in the Wilmington, Delaware project. So I was born in 1975. I believe their drug of choice was heroin wow. at that time. By the time crack came around in the late 80s, early 90s, they switched over. Wow. Um, I have seven brothers and sisters on my mom's side, and I'm the only one that graduated from high school, went on to college, blah, blah, blah. Wow. And I attribute that to making a decision very early on that I was not going to be a product of my environment. I literally looked left and right and said, yeah, no, don't want either of those. And I remember very early on, I would say maybe eight or nine years old, declaring that I was going to be rich. Now, I didn't know <laughs> how that was going to happen. But I knew that it would, in fact, happen. And when I think back on all of the things that transpired since making that declaration around eight or nine years old, wow. I eventually got there. Now, not without bumps and bruises, right? Not without making a lot of practical mistakes that I think a lot of us make, especially when we're raised financially illiterate, which happens to be the majority of us, right? 60% mm. of adults live paycheck to paycheck and 93% of employees struggle with financial stress. So I was certainly not alone as I was being raised and introduced to money and making really poor decisions. Those decisions that I made with money landed me at $250,000 in credit card debt and bankrupt. Oh, wow. I was 35 years old. I know. Oh, wow. And here's the thing, yeah. Chris, like it wasn't even like I bought Gucci or Prada or mm -hmm. was driving a Maserati. This was like bad decisions helping other people live their lives and pay their bills because I thought that if I did that, that would be validation for me and that would create love. Oh, At wow. 35, I ended up filing bankruptcy and mm -hmm. that was the best thing that ever happened to me. It truly became a defining moment mm -hmm. as a result of the bankruptcy trustee uh, requiring me to take a financial literacy course in order to discharge my bankruptcy. And so I, at 35, I learned what money was. Yeah. It was my life within three years. I was a millionaire. Today, eight figures. And I've been able to build a business to multiple millions and sustain it over time and to continue to grow it and help other people do the same thing. And so today, I talk about money as much as I do, not because money is... Um, not because I'm greedy, but because money is something that we all need to master, right? It's never going mm -hmm. away. It's going to be here. And most people want it and are afraid to say it because of the way that they were raised. And it's messing mm -hmm. with their ability to build businesses that make millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And so helping people bridge the gap between what they were taught as children and what they realize as entrepreneurial adults mm -hmm. in a way that honors who they are in the process is one of the first things you can do to shift your money story and then ultimately shift the way you see yourself in money so that you can bring more of it through your business. 
There you go. A lot of people have those katomas or limiting mindset beliefs and about money. You know, a lot of it, they were kind of taught or picked up, you know, mom and dad said, well, we don't have enough money for that. And usually they just didn't want to buy the cereal. (laughs) So you talk about in the title of your book, the proven framework to become a million dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind. Mm -hmm. Give us a tease out on, on how to achieve that grace and ease part. Yeah. So probably my favorite part of the book. So the way the book is structured, we use the word move as an acronym. So M stands for mastery. And in the mastery section of the book, we have all of the strategy. Mm -hmm. Every entrepreneur who ever lived thinks that in order to make more money, they need another strategy, which Mm. that's not actually the truth. The strategies you have will work when you are in alignment to and embodying the version of yourself who believes you're worthy of the money you desire to bring into your business. And so the second part of the book, the O is called operational obedience. And we talk about things in that chapter or in that section of the book, like surrender and alignment Mm. and confidence and forgiveness Mm. and the role and embodiment and the role that they play and positioning you to get more money to come into your life experience. And so Mm. what I recognize, and one of the things that makes my book different from a lot of the other business books out there, because most business books have strategy, but very few people are willing to tap into money mindset in a way that is practical, that people can actually understand it, break down their blocks and their beliefs and open up a pathway to allow that money to flow into their business. And so in the the O and the V, which stands for vision, we get into a lot of those softer topics Mm -hmm. that are harder to master, but when mastered lead to an abundance of flow coming in. And because we do that, and because we've done that consistently and working with our clients over the years, we've Mm -hmm. watched people tackle those money beliefs and blocks and actually create capacity to have whatever it is that they desire from a financial standpoint inside of their business. And so for me, when I think about grace and ease, I think about embodying and being in advance who you um, are are taking on the identity of who you must be in order to Uh allow millions of dollars to flow to you without having to hustle hard for it. Is there work? Absolutely. Like, is there work to do? Absolutely. But it doesn't have to be hustle grind work. And I know in the United States, we're told that story. We're told that lie over and over and over again, that you got to work hard. You got to work hard. You got to be on your grind, wake, grind, repeat. Like that's what we're taught. And that's what we do. And what I've come to realize in the number of clients that we've worked with is that hard work just makes you tired. It doesn't get you any closer to the million dollar mark. You need mm-hmm. some of these softer elements to be in play as well, because if you work hard, but you don't believe you deserve money, the money mm-hmm. is still not coming to you, no matter how hard you work. <laughs> Most definitely. There you go. Now, is that a part of what you talk about in in life and faith, next leveling everything? You talk about seven life-changing principles to to help monetize your desires. Does that uh, play into that? Absolutely. I believe that businesses that have a spiritual foundation go farther faster. And so we Mm -hmm. do introduce spiritual elements and principles into the work that we do with our clients. It helps them to do the 
forgiveness work and to get into embodiment and be in alignment with the highest and best versions of themselves. And I believe often it's a big part of the, what's missing in a lot mm -hmm. of the, the business programs and the things that are taught out there. And so helping our clients to understand the principles as they play out and how they relate to their entrepreneurial journey and their life in general, right? I say all the time, you mm -hmm. cannot have a booming business when you have a busted life. So if we're not doing the- <laughs> I like that analogy. That should be- Yeah, it's the truth. Part. It's the truth yeah. though. So if we're not doing the work in the areas of our life that help to produce what we experience financially, we're not going to experience financial rewards. Money flows yeah. away from those who feel there's a shortage of it. So if you're constantly mm -hmm. saying, I can't afford it, that's not in the budget, that's expensive, then you are telling yourself that you are not worthy of that amount of money. And it money is not going to come to you if you're not worth if you believe you're not worthy of it. Yeah. So if we can get you to flip that switch, and understand these spiritual principles, then it will allow you to accelerate the pace with which you bring the revenue in through leveraging the strategies that put you in front of your ideal clients consistently. There you go. I mean, if you don't, if you don't believe you're worthy of it, you're going to do stuff to sabotage. You're going to do stuff to avoidance exactly. uh, methods, all those sort of stuff. Absolutely. So seven systems to seven figures. Can you tease us out some of these five keys to create systems that streamline profits and productivity. Sure. So every business needs and should have these seven systems set up. So you need a general operations management system. That's how you run the day-to-day -day of your company. You may start out being the person who's responsible for the day-to-day, -day, but eventually you'll hire, you know, ops coordinator, ops manager, director of operations, or a COO. You need a legal management. So you want to make sure that you are legal, right? You need mm -hmm. financial management. How are you managing the money that comes in? How are you looking at your financial KPIs and your statements, your profit and loss statement, your cash flow analysis, your mm -hmm. balance sheet and understanding what the numbers are telling you and your ability to be able to continue to move in the direction that you want. You mm -hmm. need a marketing management system. How are you managing getting your message out to those who have the problem that you solve that they've been unsuccessful at solving on their own? You need a sales management system. How are you actually managing that the sales, the transactions that come in through the business. You need a client management system. Once they've gone through the sales transaction, now they're your client and you've got to onboard them and serve them and offboard them in a way that makes them either A, want to continue working with you or B, send other people to work with you. And you need a and a talent management system, the people who are helping you to do what it is that you do. So if you look at any company out in the world, they will have these seven systems prevalent inside of their business that is helping to govern the way that they make decisions, how they move, how they set everything up. So when we're working with a client who desires to get to the million dollar mark, we want to set a foundation in place for them first before they start scaling. And a big part of that foundation is making sure that first, each of these seven systems are evident. And second, we set up the standard operating procedures, the process flows, and the system software and automation that they need in order to do these things with some level of predictability so that they can start to ensure that the results that they want to experience consistently are happening whether they are present or not there you go uh, you got to have the systems in place i mean Absolutely. people just think that running a business is i don't know you set up a lemonade stand and throw it on the lawn and you're just like hey you want to buy some lemonade and then you're done 
Um, you it know, is, it, that is the way you do it if, if you have a lemonade stand, but somebody yeah. needs to count that money. Somebody needs to yeah. take that money to the bank. Yeah. Somebody needs yeah. to make more lemonade. So you're they still going to need lemonade, you know, you didn't have the yeah. workers doing the water and the workers squeezing lemons right. and throwing some sugar in there and buying the, buying the sugar goods. So you can do that. And, you know, uh, you got to have the extra cups, you know, but you're right. right. You've got to have the systems in place and they have to be balanced. Like what you talked about, because mm -hmm. if they're not aligned, well, then you're just, you know, you got one guy who's, you know, squeezing two lemons and quitting for the day. And another guy, you know, making 10 cups of water and another guy with the sugar just went home and snorted it. And, right. And, uh, and you need a you quality know, assurance mess. system to make sure that there the lemonade tastes, tastes the same. Oh, yeah. Time it's that. Right. Otherwise your clients are going to start to complain and that's going to make with mess with your sales and prevent yep. you from hitting your sales targets every single day. So, yeah, that's, that's why. That's why I always stop at lemonade stands and I just get out of the car and rip one of the lemonade cups out of the hand and drink it. And then I go, ah, it's quite of control. It's my job. Just checking. Thanks. And you bye. get to quench your thirst at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, it's, it's quality control. It's, it's really Absolutely. It has to happen. We need quality yeah. assurance yeah. and everything. They, they have people that do that at McDonald's. They drive around and they're like secret customers mm -hmm. secret and they shopper. go through the drive through and they go through the thing and their job is to taste the you know the, the food they're putting out to make sure that it's you know there's a continuum of the, of the same sort of quality make sure the um, fries are high no, absolutely yeah. they've got the amount of salt on them yeah absolutely. i should i should do that because i always get the fries that aren't hot i don't know what that's about oh you should but, take them back when that happens well you know by then you're halfway down the road and you're late for something you don't want to be that guy so <laughs> i don't know that's how I, i'm lazy that way i think some people have i don't know they care more they're like hey I know there's some tricks you can do where you can ask for the fries to be hot and you can like, you have your burger meat custom and that's mm -hmm. the thing, but this isn't the McDonald's show people. We should <laughs> discharge McDonald's for that little plug there. Um, you talk about how to profit from live events, five keys to make more in days than you would make in a year off live events. Tell us about that. Strategy. Sure. I love live events. I think mm -hmm. people will forever be looking for community, right? It's mm -hmm. one of, it's everyone's highest need, right? Is the need to belong somewhere. And so when you mm -hmm. host live events with your ideal client, you're solving their need to belong. And you're also positioning yourself to be seen as the solution to the problems that they have. So personally, we've been doing live events since 2009 and we've been doing them mm -hmm. profitably since 2011. And we have a course and we show our clients and students how to do it. So in terms of the five keys of what it is that you need to do, first, you need to understand the problem that your live event is going to solve. When there is a problem to be solved, there's profit to be earned. Second, you need to figure out where your most ideal attendees are gathering and position yourself and your message in front of them so that they can see it consistently to make a decision to come to your live event. Third, mm -hmm. once you get them to your live event, you're going to have to present your content in a way that makes converting and enrolling in whatever offer you desire to make to them their next best step. Mm -hmm. Four, while they're at the live event, you need to present them with experiences that tickle their senses and their emotions that help them to realize that staying inside of this community is going to be important to them actually continuing to maintain the result that you can give them. Mm -hmm. And then fifth and last, you want to make sure that you explore other opportunities to continue to stay in connection with them and to invite them to future events or to enroll in future programs that you have. There you go. People love events. I think mm -hmm. I know people that's all they do is go to events and I'm just yep. like, 
<laughs> you do any of the work? Yeah, they go to all the Tony Robbins things and the real estate events and all this stuff. Another, another strategy you talk about in the book is tightening your sales game. Five different strategies to add leverage sales to a business. What are leverage sales for the layman out there? Yeah, so leverage sales are sales that allow you to enroll anywhere from two to a thousand people at one time, right? Mm -hmm. So most of us grew up in sales where we were, we remember people knocking on the door. Yeah. Well, that's a one sale at a time process. Yeah. That and, limits, while, yeah. and while one sales at a time work, mm -hmm. it's going to take you way longer to get to your goal, your desired yeah. outcome. So when you can create an environment to sell to lots of people at the same time, mm -hmm. then you can have multiple people enrolling in whatever you're offering and you can scale your revenue. So yeah. that can be done through leveraging a webinar. That could be done through a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. That could be done through a traditional live event. You want to find a way to be able to bring multiple clients on at one time, assuming that you have the systems and infrastructure to onboard all of those clients because mm -hmm. a person will make a decision very early in enrolling in your program as to whether or not they will renew and refer you to anyone else based on their onboarding experience. So you want to make sure you have your systems in place before you attempt to leverage your sales. There you go. Referrals are huge too. And they are. For building business. So you've written the book and there's some other things that I think that you had here we wanted to touch on. I think God's an important factor. You're, you talk about something called the God assignment mm -hmm. um, and how to deepen your connection while exploding your cash flow. Mm -hmm. So um, we call God up and say, hey, man, oh, we're going to explode some cash flow over here, man. You want to come on board with this program we're in? Well, here's the thing. God's already on board with it. So ah. in the Bible, God talks about money, wealth, and mm -hmm. possessions 2,300 times. Ah. He talked about money, wealth, and possession more than he talked about heaven or hell. So it is something that God desires for you to understand and to master. One of my favorite parables is the parable of the talents. And most people, whether they are you know, religious, believe in God, have any type of affiliation, they know the parable of the talents, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think about that particular parable, you know, I'll make it entrepreneurial for you. So I'm a CEO and I'm going on a long trip. And while I'm gone, I want my business to continue to run. So I designate three of my employees and I give each of them a share of our revenue that I want them to manage while I'm gone. To mm -hmm. one, I give $5 million. To one, I give $3 million. To one, I give $1 million. Oh. The one that I give five and the one that I give three, they multiply their money, doubling it making eight, making 10 million and $6 million. The wow. one that I give 1 million is afraid of what might happen if they don't actually <laughs> multiply the money. So instead of multiplying it, they stuck it, they stick it in a bank account yeah. and it doesn't gain any interest. Uh -huh. And so when it's all said and done, what we learn is that the two that actually multiplied and doubled the money were praised and given more responsibility. And the one who buried the money was actually banished and fired. And so we realized that money is meant to be moved, that we should be multiplying it at all yeah. times. And so yeah. once you learn the principles of money and you believe that you are worthy of having more money, then mm -hmm. you can set yourself on a trajectory to actually multiply it. I do believe that businesses that have a spiritual foundation go farther faster and mm -hmm. understanding the principles that are 
taught to us in spiritual texts, whether we're talking the Bible, the Quran, the Torah, and some of the other ones that are out there really do create an amazing backdrop to understand wealth and abundance and mm -hmm. how to set yourself on a trajectory to experience it. There you go. All the important factors to build it out. Cause it's not, you know, it's interesting to me how some people think that it's really simple to do things. And I'm like, anything that's worthy and, and it can bring a lot of success and money is very complex. You know, it's not just like, Oh, you sell lemonade out front. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot of work that goes into it and a lot of moving parts. And it's important to have all those parts because if you only have half the parts, then I don't know, you're just, producing boxes that just, I don't know, fall out of the machine and go, well, what do we do now? Um, so tell us, I'm looking over your website now, move to millions, uh, event.com. Is that the one I should be looking at? Yeah, sure. There you go. And, um, tell us about some of the offerings you have on here, how people can work with you in some different formats you make available. Sure. So our live event, which was the first thing that Chris just mentioned, is Move to Millions Live. We do it every May in 2024. It's May 22nd through the 24th. It's outside of Washington, D.C. in Herndon, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Over three days, we're going to be working with our attendees, and we usually gather between two and 300 people in the room. And we're going to be working with them to radically dismantle their money beliefs and their money blocks that are keeping them from having from having millions of dollars flow into their life and in their business. Hmm. The reason why I really love talking about money, like I said a minute ago, is because it's something that we all need, right? It's an inherent yeah. need. It's something we all use every single day, but most of us don't understand it. And we don't understand how to position ourselves in tandem to money so that we can create what it is that we want. We have those limiting beliefs from what we learned as children and what we were told that we bought into, whether without trying to prove it to be true or not, that impacts the way money shows up in our life. And it prevents us from being able to get our businesses to the next level. I believe that money flows away from those who think that there's a shortage of it. So we're going to create an environment where people do the work together in community inside of the room to actually dismantle those beliefs and set up new beliefs that will serve them as they make money move in the direction. So we'll be doing that for three days in May. I tell anybody, if you have a problem with money, and you don't have all the money that you desire to have at this moment in your life and business and bank account, then you should get yourself to Move to Millions event. And if you go to movetomillionsevent.com, you can learn about that. In addition to our Move to Millions live event that we do every May, we also have coaching and consulting programs that we host for entrepreneurs that want support on their own journey to the million dollar mark. If you want to be inside a community and have access to brilliant coaches that can take a look at your business, identify the gaps that exist and help you turn those gaps into gateways, we have our Move to Millions Mastermind program that will help you to be able to do that. There you go. There you go. And then I see a, th a tab for speakers, some of your speaker lineups that will be at these events, how to attend, how to register and everything else. So a great way. So when, when people, what, what's, what sort of clients do you usually look for? Is there, is there a certain type of client that you work the best with is maybe their business at a certain level of, of revenue, et cetera, et cetera, or is it wide open? Yeah. So we work with our entrepreneurs and small business owners that are service-based. So our clients are mm -hmm. primarily coaches, consultants, accountants, attorneys, interior designers, financial advisors. That's typically mm -hmm. who we work with. But if mm -hmm. you sell a service, you could be our client and our clients 
for our mastermind, their businesses are stuck around that two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollar range. For mm -hmm. clients that are less than that, we have um, courses and other programs that we can offer them. But inside of our mastermind, we're working specifically with them to get their business ready for the million dollar mark. And inside mm -hmm. of one to three years, every business is different. We want to get them to the million dollar mark. There you go. And is that on a revenue basis or is that in profit? Oh, that's a good question. We've looked at it yeah. both ways. Most people are doing the revenue. Some mm -hmm. people are doing the profit. And in our work together, we help them to increase their profit. There you go. You want that profit. You want what you're taking. Absolutely. Because profit is no, how we keep scoring business. Exactly. It definitely yeah. is. So there you go. What have we touched on about the book, about the work you do and some of the offerings you have that we need to get out there to people? What you say, what haven't we touched on? What, what have we talked about or touched on? Okay. Yeah, I think we covered the gamut. I think the mm -hmm. biggest thing that I would want to share and leave with the people that are listening right now as it pertains to having a business that makes millions of dollars each year is first and foremost, a million dollar seven figure business is the floor, not the ceiling. Mm -hmm. It is very hard to be the change you want to see in the world when you don't have any change. <laughs> and so <laughs> getting your business to produce millions of dollars a year is not only going to allow you to live the way that you likely desire to live. Mm. We, we, I remember when making six figures in income was a really big deal. Mm. And most people who make six figures a year in their business know that that is not enough, that that or low six figures, because of course, 900,000 is still six figures, right? Yeah, but the people that are making $100,000, $180,000 a year quickly learn that that is not enough. So mm. by putting the systems and infrastructure in place, raising your deserve level and your money mindset to allow the money to come into your business through the mm. work that you do serving clients, it's going to allow you to make more money, which is going to allow you to shift generational trajectories and create legacy that is financial. I'm all right with you passing down recipes, but I want you to mm. also pass down something they can fold that they can use long after you're gone. And the way we do that is learning how to build businesses that serve us, mm -hmm. that make more than we need in order to operate so that we have substantial profit that we can turn into financial legacy. There you go. There you go. Well, this has been super inspiring to have you on, Doctor. Any final thoughts or tell people how they can onboard with you? Give us your .com as we go out. Yeah, again, go to move to millions.com. And from that page, you'll be able to find all of the ways to connect with me and my team. We'd love to chat with you about how we can help you. And you can always go and learn more about our live event that is happening just outside of DC in May and join us at the live event and get ready to make that money move. Then make that money move. I love it. You have so many different little quisms. I don't, I'll just call them quisms. Darnellisms is what I Darnellisms. I, like I saw it. you laughing at, at my yeah. little things, right? Yeah, the little I have a quips. whole calendar full of them. The whole you have a calendar for them? Wow. I have a perpetual say, calendar yeah. that, that has all of my little Darnellisms on them. Yes. <laughs> Fix, you know, you with coffee cups and, and the little t-shirts and everything you we have going on. We have t-shirts. We don't have coffee cups, but we do have there you go. Maybe you should maybe <laughs> we might need to get some coffee cups to go along with it. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. We really thanks appreciate for having it. Me. I appreciate there you go. It. And thanks for us for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, and all those crazy places on the internet. Or of the book, wherever fine books are sold. Move to millions. The proven framework to become a million dollar CEO with grace and ease instead of hustle and grind out november 7th 2023 thanks for tuning in, everyone be good to each other stay safe and we'll see you guys next time